Hi, guys, and welcome back to Glow Girl. We're a weekly podcast where we're talking about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. I'm Tracy White, and um, as usual, and we have a very, very special guest this week. Uh, This week, we have joining us astrologer, tarot expert, author, podcaster, um, all-around badass, uh, the tarot lady herself, Teresa Reed. Uh, Teresa, welcome back. Well, I am so happy you asked me to come back, Tracy. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I um, we talked last um, about learning how to get into tarot, and that was in January. And now, listen, I had to look at my calendar because it feels like several years have passed between now and January. So I really, I was really surprised that it had only been <laughs> that long. Um, 2020 has been a long year. It really has felt that way. Um, I know, I know from listening to you and um, studying really hard that we have had some really big planetary transits that have kind of been putting our world and the U.S. especially through the ringer this year. Um, I mean, we've been dealing with just a lot here, natural disasters, social movements and protests, like, I mean, a global pandemic. I mean, why not, right? And on top of all of that, you throw on that this is an election year. So politics um, have been like a simmering pot, just kind of getting ready to boil over since probably early 2016. And um, this year feels like a big political mess. So that is part of the reason that I wanted to have you join us today, because we are big into astrology around here. And the astrology of current politics are something that... uh, I and definitely a lot of our listeners want to know more about. And I know that it's something that you are passionate about. So I thought we could have that conversation today. Absolutely. I'm all into it. You know, one of the things that uh, I've been studying astrology for many, many years, and the things that I'm most passionate about with astrology is business astrology, which I Mm -hmm. love. I use astrology for business every day. But I also love playing around with political and historical astrology. Because it's amazing how many things come and go in cycles. And when you start really looking at it, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, this is really weird how it plays out. So I I think it's endlessly fascinating. That is amazing. I love seeing the patterns of, you know, when when people list, uh, you know, the last time we had these planets in this position, this is all of the things that were happening. I love looking back at that. So I'm right with you. Okay, so we are going to, I'm going to tell you about a sponsor really quick, guys, and then we're going to come right back with Teresa to talk about this kind of blustery political and astrological weather that we're all trudging through this year. So um, stick with me one sec. Just going to tell you guys about BetterHelp. Is there something that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from manifesting the greatness you deserve? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with your very own professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You don't have to leave the house or put on real pants. It's that convenient. BetterHelp gets it. Life is busy. Now you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your own therapist. BetterHelp includes licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, basically anything that's going on in your life, you can find a BetterHelp counselor to be with you. Anything you share is confidential, and if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, like me, that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp is available worldwide at your fingertips. BetterHelp offers four communication options, text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option with financial aid available. Glow Girl listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code GLOW, so why not get started today? Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp.com glow, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash glow for 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash glow. Okay, so Teresa, I 
ask our uh, listeners that are in our Girls Girls Community Facebook group, uh, what questions about politics and astrology they might have for a master astrologer, someone who really studies these things, someone who really knows the patterns, uh, you know, of things that have happened in history. And they had a lot of questions, mm-hmm. a lot of questions. So the first question is actually one that kind of came up uh, after I started asking and, and after people started giving me responses. And this one came up, unfortunately, on Friday night uh, when Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. Um, it was, I mean, devastating, devastating to a lot of us. And it wasn't even an hour after the announcement of her passing when the political dart throwing started and it's looking like it's going to be a really big and dirty fight. Um, do we have any hints from the cosmos about how her replacement is going to turn out? Well, first of all, let me just talk about something that's happening in the cosmos right now that I think is mm-hmm. really, really important and how it's hitting the United States chart. First of all, every country has a chart. They all have an astrology chart. Everything has a chart. Even the United States post office has a birth chart. And so I know. So you can like look at all of these different things. We can look at anything under the astrological, you know, uh, lens and try to ascertain, well, what's going on here? And with this whole thing happening right now in the United States, we have right now Mars retrograde. And Mars is in Aries. First of all, Mars loves being in Aries because Mars rules Aries. But it's retrograde. And Mars retrograde is going to be lasting all the way until November 13th, mm-hmm. right past the election. And we also have Mercury retrograde, which turns direct in the afternoon of the election. So just so everybody knows, this election, we are coming up with some pretty intense energy, and we haven't even gotten into talking about the Pluto return. But this Mars retrograde, I was like looking at the United States astrology chart, and this is right before Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. And I looked at the chart, and I actually have it right in front of me. And when I looked at the chart, I noticed that Mars retrograde is in the United States fourth house, which in an astrology chart, that's the, the domestic sector. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I looked at, I said, oh my God, our house is on fire. That is how I described it. Our oh, house is on killed. fire. <laughs> I know. our how, And here's the thing with astrology and even with tarot, you know, a lot of times we speak very with metaphors and we don't know how it's actually going to play out until later on when we're able to look at it and see what actually went down. But that is the first thing I thought. I thought, oh my God, our house is on fire. Our country right now, I mean, first of all, literally the day I looked at this, we had all the fires going on in the West Coast. So think about that for a second. So here we have Mars, retrograde, Aries. It's a fire sign. I mean, I looked at the planet for the United States. I'm like, oh my God, we are in big trouble right now. It feels that way. Yeah, we're in big trouble. And I think we're going to be in big trouble until after we get through this election and get into sometime next year. So the one thing I'm saying, people, this is not to scare people. It's to motivate people. If you don't like the way your country is going right now, Mm -hmm. then it is very important. If you want a different outcome for your election, you better be ready to go and fight for it because our house is on fire. I mean, that is really the best way to describe it. Now, when we're looking at, you know, right now, um, I've got the United States astrology chart here. We've got, you know, um, Saturn is in the United States. um, It's in their natal chart. And sun is going to be going into the 10th house. There's going to be a lot of attention on the United States over the next couple of weeks. And I think there is going to be a tremendous amount of tension around not just the election, but around this Supreme Court thing. Why? Because the sun is about to go into the sign of Libra. Libra rules justice. So I think this whole next month, this this whole thing with the justice is going to be big. And also keep in mind, not only are we going to have the sun in Libra, which is all about justice, right away it is going to be starting to move into this big, nasty grand cross in cardinal signs. And I mean, without talking astrobabble, the United States is just not in a very good place astrologically until we get to December, frankly. And so Mm -hmm. I think when it comes down to this whole uh, picking the Supreme Court, no matter what, who is doing what or what is picking what or who's fighting what, it's going to be a mess. 
It is going to be messy. It is going to be ugly. I think there's going to be a lot of issues around unfairness. And I also think when the sun hits our natal Saturn directly, I think there's going to be a lot of people in the world who are watching us because the 10th house is our reputation. Mm -hmm. They're going to be watching which way the United States is going. Are we going to be fair? Are we going to be hypocrites? Are we going to be moving to the side of fairness and balance or are we tipping the scales? You know, so I think, I think we're, I think we're in a lot of trouble. I do. It certainly feels that way. And it's, it's scary for so many people. Um, a lot of people have this feeling like we're headed toward a civil war. Um, you know, that's definitely, that's definitely been a prevailing thought. And I've seen that in places where we're not even talking about astrology. <laughs> well, what I think is this, I think, it, I mean, and I've got a lot of theories with the Pluto and Capricorn thing. And I like to say I'm an astro theorist, an astrology theorist. But um, I don't think we're going to have like an all out civil war, like the civil war. But I really think when people are talking about that, we are fighting for the soul of America. I think that's the war that we're fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, when we had Pluto and Capricorn, the United States broke away from England and they formed their own country and there was a war. Think about that. There was a war and we broke away and we became independent. And right now we are in our Pluto return and there is a war happening within the country now. Now it's inside the country. And again, I, I'm like, we are at war now and it's for the soul of this country. What are we yeah. going to look like? It's a, it's a revolution, which itself is an astrological term. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and so, uh, so the Pluto return, um, a couple people said that, you know, they've heard that this is, they've heard other people describe this time that we're in as a tower moment and talking yep. about, uh, talking about the tarot. And uh, some people wanted to know if we can tell how long this period of transformation is going to last. Absolutely, because astrology, everything's in cycle, everything's all timed out. I like to say a Virgo created it because it's actually very orderly. Yeah. So um, here's what a Pluto return is for people in layman's terms. So, you know, anytime you're born, all the planets line up into different signs. Countries do too, because again, they all get their astrology chart. And the Pluto return happens when Pluto goes back into the place it was when you were quote unquote born. Now it takes about 200 and something years to do that. So us as humans, we're not gonna see that for us on a personal level, but we see it happening with countries and cities. And so when you start looking at historical astrology, what you're looking at with the Pluto return, well, this is a time where a transformation is getting ready to take place. Because what Pluto is about, Pluto is the planet of transformation. Pluto is associated with death and rebirth. It's a phoenix, you know. So it is a very, very important planet. And it takes a long time to move through a sign. Pluto's already been in Capricorn for about a decade. So it's already been happening for the last 10 years. Pluto has been slowly working its way towards the point where it's going to make the exact conjunction with the United States' uh, Pluto. And so basically what we've been doing in the last 10 years, there's been a lot of change, there's been a lot of unrest, and there's been a lot of societal changes. And I want you to think about this. Pluto is in Capricorn. Now Capricorn is all about the old way. Capricorn loves tradition. Capricorn wants things to be sturdy. It wants, it, it wants all the old things to be honored. Well, Pluto now is coming along and saying, oh, God, no. We're tearing the old things down. And Capricorn also is often associated with government. Now, I want people to think about when the United States, again, when we formed our country, we told England to stick it. We broke away from that tradition. We were like, nope, we're doing our own thing. And, you know, again, like I said earlier, there was a war. We, we signed our Declaration of Independence. Now, when we signed the Declaration of Independence, this is what I want people to think about. Who signed that Declaration of Independence? Think about mm -hmm. that for one second. A bunch of old white men. And what's happening right now with Pluto and Capricorn, the old white men are losing the culture war. The culture, our country looks very different than it did when they formed the Declaration of Independence. We have a very, very different culture. And so a lot of this is very much a culture war that people are basically saying, listen, it's not about old white men anymore. I mean, we've got women in the Senate. We've got a woman who's running for vice president. We have got so many black and brown people getting into positions of power and they're speaking up and we have the Black Lives uh, 
the Black Lives Matter movement and the LGBTQ rights. And I mean, there's so much going on that's mm -hmm. so different than when the country was founded. And so what I see Pluto and Capricorn is we are tearing down all those old things that were made to uphold old white men. Mm -hmm. and I, those so foundations. Yeah. Those foundations are getting torn up. And anytime you're tearing something up, there's going to be people holding on for dear life. And so also what we're seeing is a lot of power plays because they want to hold on for dear life. And, you know, they're scared. Of course they're scared. I get that. I've got a lot of clients who come from that base and they're very scared that they're going to be irrelevant, that they're not going to have the lifestyle that they want. And it's like, listen, no one's taking your lifestyle. What you have are people that want to aspire to have the same rights as you. That's mm -hmm. what this is all about. And so Pluto and Capricorn, what I think, this is my theory, is that we are going to feel a lot of resistance from the old ways. And they want to go back to the old ways. They want to go back to the 50s. You know, mm -hmm. for some reason, they idealized the 50s. And my friend Carrie said, you know, she was arguing with her father about it. Her father said, that was the good old days. And she said it was for guys like you, it was the good old days. Sure. Not for us. And so this is what we're, this is what this is all about. Mm -hmm. And so what I think with the Pluto and Capricorn thing right now, the Pluto return, we are going to see a lot of things get torn down to a nub. And it's going to get scary as hell but we're going to be able to rebuild it. And it's going to be rebuilt in the image of the way the country is looking. And the country doesn't look like it looked in 1776 any longer. It sure doesn't, you know, and in 1776, uh, you know, a lot of those old white men were following rules from a book that was written 2000 years before that. And imagine how much the world had changed by then. And, you know, fast yeah. forward 200 some years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, yeah, so it, I mean, this is, it's scary and it's ugly. And the United States, what people have to remember, we're a very young country. This is our first Pluto return. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are, here's one thing is, whenever there's an election or something like this going on in the world, tarot readers and astrologers get a lot of business because people flip out and they want a guarantee. It never matters what side wins, what side loses. I always end up with a whole bunch of people that I have to basically say, listen, we're going to be okay because many other countries have gone through their Pluto return and many other countries have fallen and they've built back up or they've done horrible things and they've built back up. And right now this feels scary and it feels horrible because it's the first time we've had this happen, but mm -hmm. we are going to be okay. We just it does feel it. like we're on the precipice of something really big, you know, and we can see with the American revolution and you know, 1776, we can mm -hmm. see that was, I mean, we know that it got better, you yes. know, but we weren't there. Imagine the fear at that time, the fear of the unrest and the unknown, you know, and I feel like that's what we're, it does feel the same. We're living through such a period of unknown. Well, also at that time too, we have to really remember, we have to reconcile because I always believe that there's always a karmic thing we have to reconcile to. I mean, mm -hmm. we came over to the United States and we did mass genocide here. So there is a lot of things also that I think we've, we've got, the, and this may sound really woo woo and goofy to some people, but I think also there are a lot of things that we have to, we have to come and realize and we have to figure out a way to heal that. And this Pluto return is bringing it all back up to the surface. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree with you. I can see it. I can see what you mean. And I can see the levels of that starting to be chipped away. So um, definitely. So do you, think, do you think we have some hope for 2021 to be uh, a little bit less scary than this year feels? Let's talk about 2021. We're going to talk about Jupiter and Saturn aligning. Ooh, They're okay. aligning in... Um, they're aligning in December. I think it's December 21st. And when Jupiter and Saturn align, it only happens once every 20 years. And it's known as the Great Conjunction. And in some books, they, they were called the Chronocraters or the Time Lords. So they've got all these cool names. And what happens is when they align, they set the tone for the next 20 years. Now, the last time they lined up, which is about 20 years ago, was in the sign of Taurus. And Taurus rules money. And Taurus puts a big focus on the fiscal things. And it's also an earth sign. So think about what's been happening in the last like 19 years. The rich have gotten much richer. 
I mean, look at Bezos, how much money he's making compared to his workers. Mm -hmm. We've seen also the rise of alternative income, I mean, alternative money sources like the Bitcoin. We've also seen more people making money online. That's very, very aligned with this. And also we've seen climate change become an issue because it's earth sign. Right. And so when, when I look at what happened the last time they lined up and I'm looking at what's happening in the world, I'm like, well, of course we're having all these issues around money and around the 1%, the 99%, the earth, because the last time they aligned was in Taurus. And by the way, those conjunctions have been happening in earth signs for like a long time. So come December, they're lining up in Aquarius. This is the first time they are entering into air signs in like over like 200 years. So this is significant. This is huge. This is massive. Now Aquarius, Aquarius favors innovation and technology. So by the way, people, you really want to make sure you're learning your technology, not making excuses and making sure that you get a high tech business as soon as you can study your tech stuff. I really want to tell people that, but anyhow, let me get off of that. But technology <laughs> and innovation are going to be king. And also, it is, we are moving away for, from the realm of the earth into the realm of air and ideas. And I think we're going to be seeing the rise of uh, wind power, alternative fuels, because we're realizing the earth is dying. And this is my prediction. You guys will, in 20 years, tell me if I'm wrong. But I also, the other thing with, um, with Aquarius, it is about brotherhood friendship and humanitarianism and we are going to be moving away from this very selfish me 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 thing towards we 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 and so i think we're going to see a huge shift now jupiter and saturn are setting the tone for the next 20 years and pluto is going to be joining in only three years after that so when pluto goes into aquarius the whole focus then is going to be again on technology. It is going to be a renaissance for technology and innovation. And I think also we are going to be seeing bigger focus on, hey, we are all in this planet together. We need to figure out how to get along and we need to figure out how to be inclusive. And so I think everything's going to change. Now, the other thing I want to point out, the guys who are in charge right now without, not Pence, I'm not talking about Pence, the, the three, well, first of all, here's something really fascinating. Trump, um, Pence, Barr, and that DeJoy guy who's running the post office now, they're all Geminis. I think oh. that's fascinating. <laughs> I've, just, I've been fiddling around with their, with their charts. I do uh, my political astrology over on my Patreon account. I'm like, oh my God, what's with all these Gemini men in power? But what also is very interesting to me is Trump and Barr and DeJoy, and a lot of the people in power now have Pluto and Leo. When Pluto goes into Aquarius, I want you to think of that. Pluto and Leo is very much the me generation. These were the guys who were like, you know, partying at Studio 54 back in the day. And they grew up in a very, in a time where they got a lot of the goodies that the younger generations got screwed out of. The millennials got completely screwed. And these boomers are like riding high on their power train. Well, when Jupiter and Saturn go into Aquarius, this is my theory, suddenly it's the me generation versus the collective. Mm -hmm. So you see all these different things are taking shape. Definitely see that. Yeah. So I, go ahead. I've been recently uh, reading about uh, the Pluto generations and, and the Leo Pluto generation um, is, I guess, I, you know, I hesitate to say boomers, but that's kind of the, you know, descriptor. Yeah. That's kind of the descriptor that we know. And um, I'm, I'm a Pluto Libra generation. And so we're very concerned with justice and equality. And then reading about um, some of the most recent generation, the, the um, Pluto Sagittarius generation, where they're just out there causing chaos. And I love it. Yeah. Just, they just want to set the world on fire. And I, I'm here for that. <laughs> well, I think, I think what, what's going to happen is um, and I'm not a boomer, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm a Pluto in uh, Virgo, just like Mike Pence. So we're in the same generation. I'm not like Mike Pence, I guarantee you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, our generation is very concerned with science. Well, except Mike Pence. <laughs> but we're very concerned with science. We're concerned with like cleaning things up and details and decluttering things. And we want plans and we're concerned with health. You know, with this COVID thing going on, our generation is like, oh my God. And many of people in my generation, we're in the sandwich generation, where we're dealing with our parents who are getting old and getting sick. And we're also dealing with kids going to college or younger. 
So I'm in a very weird place right now. So this COVID thing, uh, people in my age group, they're like flipping out about it because they're like, oh my God, I mean, I'm losing mom and dad and I'm worried about my kids going to college, you know? So I think that's also really interesting. But I think with the, the Pluto and Leo generation, they're going to be, again, they're, they're out of, they're going to, and I'm speaking for them and I'm not dissing them when I say this. I have many lovely people in my family who are boomers, but the tide is changing. You had your turn at the wheel. You need to hand the wheel over to the younger generation. You need to hand the wheel over to science. You need to stop thinking about yourself and getting all the world's goodies. By the way, I think Bezos is also a Pluto and Leo and uh, Putin is a Pluto and Leo. I mean, all these strong men are Pluto and Leo people. I might be wrong about Bezos. So it's just like, we are in a time where they're they're having their last big time and i think pluto and leo people in past lives were kings they want to be king again mm -hmm. that that sentiment makes some sense and you know there's something to be said for tradition but you know not when it's at the cost of someone else's freedom not when know? it harms somebody mm -hmm. not when it harms somebody if your rights are going to trample on the rights of other people we've got a big problem We've got a big problem. And you know, most people in the world, we all want the same things. We really do. We want to have a roof over our head. We want to have food. We want to have meaningful work. We want to have an opportunity for an education. Uh, we want to be able to have a family. We want to have someone to love us. We all want the same things. And so when you look at it from that perspective, anybody who's in a position of power really can't be thinking of, well, this person shouldn't be allowed to get married or this person shouldn't be able to afford to go to school. It shouldn't be like that. We all want the same thing. It does feel like fear is at the root of a lot of the struggle that we're all having right now. Um, you know, is there, I suppose that's inherently probably part of this um, Pluto return because with yep. great change, comes fear. Absolutely. And you know, again, think back when this country was formed. Think back. You know, right then, again, the British were coming, the British were coming. Everybody was flipping out about the British coming. Now everybody's flipping out about what's happening here in the United States. They were feeling the same fear. And we even founded this country on fear, what we did to the Native Americans. Think about that. What we did when we I mean, I don't want to get all, well, uh, whatever, I'm going to just get political. I mean, we had, we had to like reconcile with slavery. I mean, think about all those people being brought over here on the boats and being forced to work and being mistreated. I mean, in horrible, horrible conditions. Fear has been part of this country and many countries for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so that is something, again, it's coming up for review. And we have got to reconcile that. We have got to make things right. And the way we make things right is we have to really respect other people. We have to give them their opportunity to have the pursuit of happiness and freedom. Mm -hmm. And not at the cost of any, not at the cost of anybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this the review and reconcile, these are, these are those retrograde words that yeah. are coming up again. Um, so, the, so the Mars retrograde, leading us into election day and then also a mercury retrograde you said going direct on election day yes yep on election day so expect there's going to be some nonsense happening on election day most likely we're going to be seeing some of those electronic ballots being problematic i think we're going to see some big problems on election day i do and and i read somewhere that mercury uh rules the mail yep um so that's disturbing in, in this sense. It's very disturbing. But one thing to know about the United States Post Office, the United States Post Office astrologically has friends who are going to be looking out for them. Hmm. And so I do think that there are people who are looking out for them. And I think also that a lot of stuff is happening right now early enough to the to United States Post Office that people are on high alert. And so I think a lot of people are going to be getting educated thanks to the internet we're going to be getting educated about how to, how to do the absentee voting and how to do it to make sure your vote is counted. And I think a lot of people also are really waking up and realizing I've got to check to see if I'm registered. So I look at this as like, okay, it's scary now and it will probably be a problem, but I think a lot of people are waking up early enough. Now, let me tell you what happened here in the United in Wisconsin. So during our last election, they forced us to vote in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And now I cannot go and vote in person because I live with someone who's immune compromised. So we ordered absentee ballots. Our absentee ballots did not arrive till after the election. So we were not able to vote in this last election. But what happened is because there was such an uproar, so many brave people braved the pandemic and crap weather and got in line. And it ended up working not the way that the powers that be thought it was going to work out. I mean, mm -hmm. they ended up getting a very liberal judge and ousted guy who was, you know, a pretty, uh, I guess he was appointed like super, super like right-wing ideologue. So I think one of the things that's probably going to happen because we are seeing early enough now that there's a problem and you don't have to look at astrology for that. And I think what we're going to see is some people getting very mobilized, very motivated to vote. Mm -hmm. And so they got to, if you don't like the way this is looking, this is my advice. Of course, make sure you're registered to vote. If you're going to absentee ballot, make sure you find out all the rules for your vote counts, but swamp the polls. you got to swamp those polls. Mm -hmm. That's what, yeah, that's what we're hearing too. And, uh, you know, just in, just locally even, and, um, you know, because of some of this, I've, I decided against doing a mail-in and I'm, I'm just waiting for early voting to open so I can go and stand for as long as I need to. Yep. We're, we're trying, yeah. um, my partner has to do absentee because of health issues. Right. But, you know, we're, we're going to figure out whatever we have to do to make sure that our vote is counted this time because we got screwed last time. Mm -hmm. I was even on the news, like complaining about it. I was oh like, what are those old Gladys crap? It's like, ah, bitching about it. But you know, it's, it's again, I, it's the first time I've ever not been able to vote. Mm -hmm. I was shocked. I wasn't able to vote. And so this is something we can all expect with that Mercury being retrograde and Mars still retrograde. So people right now, if you're listening to this now, go make sure you're registered to vote. Learn about how to vote in your, your city, your town. And I don't care what side of the coin you're on. I don't care if, you, if you're voting differently than I do. I don't care about that. What matters is you get out there and vote and you've got to do your, your right as a citizen. I don't care what side you're on because you want to feel good about who wins. We want to feel good. We want to be able to walk away and say, well, I guess Trump won fair and square and be okay with it. And we're not going to feel okay if there's weird stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Right. We want right. to feel good. So we have to get out there. We're going to swap the polls. Yeah. And we always talk here about Mercury retrograde and don't be scared, be prepared. And yes. so I say that all the time. All of the old gods and the new people, please be prepared for this mercury retrograde yeah absolutely and also i think this is one of the things that i think is going to be going on because of mars retrograde just this is my theory i think there's going to be people showing up at the polls trying to intimidate people that's hmm. my theory that's my theory so we'll see i could be totally wrong on that but i'm like huh i was looking at the chart for the united states on election night and i'm like i'll bet there's going to be some people showing up acting intimidating I wouldn't be surprised considering the way that some things are going, especially in certain areas. Um, mm -hmm. So we are, we're getting all the warnings now. We just have to be as prepared as possible and do everything as early as we can, I think. Yes, and not um, be afraid and get educated right. about this stuff. Get educated. Again, I don't care what side of the, the spectrum you're on politically. You need to be educated about your rights as a citizen. And you need to do your part. If you like the way the things are going or if you don't like it, don't let the planets mess you up. You go do your part. Know mm -hmm. now what's going on and do it. Right. And that's why I love astrology because it gives us a little bit of ability to prepare, you know, but we always have our choice and we always, you know, can, can make our moves. So I love that. Well, and the um, other thing too, I just want to say though, astrology and tarot are not guarantees. Right. They're not guarantees and neither are the polls. Like we hear the polls, like the last time when, I have to tell you the story, the last time when uh, we had our election, uh, you know, when it was Trump versus Hillary, I just mentioned in my newsletter, all the polls were saying that she was gonna win, blah, blah, blah. And in my newsletter, I said, don't count him out. He's got very lucky stars on election day and one way or another, he's gonna profit. I had so many people got mad at me. They thought like I was a pro-Trump person, which I'm not. But I'm like, listen, I'm looking at this from a neutral lens. Don't count him out. Don't care what those polls are saying. He's in his Jupiter return. This dude is gonna be lucky that night. And so when he won, I wasn't surprised at all. 
And so many other astrologers I knew were saying Hillary, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know. I don't want to make a prediction here because he's got lucky stars. So, yeah. What, um, so mentioning that, um, have you looked at the candidates uh, charts for for this upcoming election? You know, does anybody have any lucky placements coming up for this election? Well, I've just started poking around in that. And um, there's a couple things that are going on that are going to be really interesting. First of all, Kamala Harris is going to enter her, uh, her Saturn return right after the election. And the Saturn return is a time where you come into the pinnacle years of your career. And it is a time where if you've been playing your cards right, you could rise to prominence. Uh, so it can be very, very significant. It brings great responsibility. And her Saturn's in Aquarius, so she's going to be all about the collective. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting to me. The other thing that's interesting is that Trump and Kamala Harris both are going through their nodal return on election day. Now, the nodal return means there's karma. And so that tells me their fates are intertwined. Their Hmm. fates are very, very intertwined. So I'm watching her chart more than anybody's because I'm like, okay, Biden, you know, your, your chart's looking okay that night. Trump's got some issues on election night. Uh, Pence has some issues. They all have issues on election night. Let's just put it that way, period. But watching her come into her Saturn return, I think that's fascinating. And I think the fact that Trump and her are going through their nodal return, their fates are intertwined. There's something about Joe Biden picking her that feels very important for the country and very important in this election battle. Hmm. Keep an eye on her. Very interesting. Yeah, I, we, a lot of us are, a lot of us are. Um, have you heard of the curse of Tippecanoe? Have you heard of this? No, what is that? So I, I heard uh, someone else talking about this and I can't get it out of my head. Um, around... Uh, in the maybe mid 1800s, there was uh, there was a Native American chief who was in a in a battle, and um, I don't remember the whole backstory of it, but he basically placed a curse on the United States and the presidency at that time, and said that um, any the curse legend goes that any president elected in a in a year that ends in zero will die in office, mm-hmm. and um, up until I think it was uh, George Bush, the first, who mm-hmm. did not die in office, but was uh, something happened, um, something people look at it and say he could have died. There was only, you know, was there, there an assassination attempt or something? And, um, and then uh, I believe it was um, I don't remember who was next, but anyway, there was 9-11 was the, was the, you know, died in office. It, it, in, in essence, sort of killed the presidency at the way that it was going at that time. And so people have speculated mm-hmm. uh, about that curse and looking at it this year, um, you know, so that's very interesting that you say that, uh, you know, about a potential vice presidential mm-hmm. person. Keep an eye on her. And here's something also interesting. You know, with astrology and tarot, you have to be very ethical. You can't be predicting mm-hmm. things like someone's going to have a bad health thing. You can't do that. That's really unethical. And mm-hmm. I've seen some people predicting things like assassination and this and that. I'm like, I don't go there. I don't think that's cool. And I don't like putting the energy out there. But one thing to know is both Joe Biden and Donald Trump have planets moving into their sixth house after the election. And they've got heavy duty planets going in there. So Biden's got Uranus heading into there and Uranus can be very unpredictable. So it can bring unpredictable things around the health or it can make him, I mean, the good side of Uranus, he could be maybe trying new fangled things to get healthy, who knows? But Trump's got Saturn going into there and he's got Jupiter. Jupiter can be lucky. Jupiter can also be very expansive. It can make you put on a lot of weight. It can make you overindulgent if you go with the negative side of it. And Saturn can often bring about, it's kind of like it's the warning, like, listen, buddy, no more of that McDonald's. You got to straighten up and fly right. So I think it's very interesting that both of them have some things heading into their sixth house that could be problematic after election. That's very interesting. Yeah, we have got to watch this very closely regardless of whichever candidate wins. Um, A couple of people wanted to know if there's an indication, I mean, I know we talked about 
the 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 I guess outcome of this election may not be apparent on election night. It you know it may be a while before we know who you know who wins this based on you know if we have shenanigans with mail-ins, if we have you know if we have issues with technology. Um, do we think that this period between the election and uh, you know like mid-December when when we have planets moving into a slightly happier <laughs> uh, change, uh, you know, do we think that this period is going to be very, I guess, a lot of unrest? Do we think that there's going to be violence? A lot of people are worried about violence. Well, I think with, with Mars being retrograde, I think that is a potential for a problem. And I think with uh, Mercury being retrograde, on, excuse me, on election, I think there's the potential for that to happen. I do. And I'm not saying that to be, again, scary. What I'm saying that is like, listen, we've got to make sure that we are really being prepared for that to be a possibility. And so if you want to avoid that happening, get your ass out and vote. Mm -hmm. Get out and vote. You have to swamp those polls to make it so that there is no question who won. I think that is going to be the most important thing that people need to take away from our conversation. If that is something that you're worried about, and I, again, I don't care what side you're on, get your butt out there and vote so that there is no question who the winner is. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. we might, yeah. And I just say with Mars retrograde, Mars will be retrograde until November 13th. And so I'm thinking if we don't have an answer on election day, which I, I don't know, I kind of got a weird feeling that we might. Hmm. I kind of got a weird feeling that we might. I just don't know why, but I'm just feeling like eh, it might not go as awful as people think. And, uh, but anyhow, uh, after election day, by November 13th, I think we will absolutely know with no uncertain terms. Okay. That's, That's good. Theory. Yeah. That gives us, I mean, that definitely gives us some hope. Yes. Um, and another, another thing too, because this, I mean, politics right now, the state of the world right now feels very um, uneasy, very scary. And we keep hearing about uh, feminine energy that is kind of just, it's just out there coming maybe in 2021, um, you know, that we're maybe moving into this. Is this the, you know, Aquarius energy uh, that you're talking about? Aquarius is actually considered quote unquote a masculine sign. Oh, okay. It is. Okay. Here's the one thing I want to say though, for people who are listening, Mm -hmm. I know people are scared right now, but listen, the world has always been a scary place. Alan Moore said the world is rudderless. And that's a very terrifying thought. Um, but I, I, I love Alan Moore and I love that way of thinking because when you really look back in history, there's always been horrible things happening. There has always been unrest. Even in my lifetime, there were, I remember, because you know, I'm older, I remember things like some of the, the marches and riots and I remember hippies. I remember Charles Manson. There have always been horrible things happening in the world. The world is rudderless. And when we start looking at it like that, it really actually takes the fear out from me because I'm like, look, terrible things have happened all throughout history. They used to be putting heads on stakes. And we're not necessarily doing that anymore. We're doing lots of other awful things, but there's always terrible things, but there's always amazing things happening. There's so many amazing advances. And even looking at now where we are compared to where we are when I was younger, we have made great advances, but anytime we're making progress, we're always going to hit up against the people who want to be in control. And so that fear, it, it's there. We've got to really adopt a different mindset that the world is always rudderless. There's always something going on. There's always hard times, but we make it and things do get better. And it is not going to be as awful as it is right now, as awful as it feels right now. This is not the way it's going to be. It won't. A couple of years from now, we're going to look back and we're going to be like, wow, we got a lot better. We got a mm-hmm. lot better. Remember 9-11? I remember 9-11. I remember what happened 9-11. My mm-hmm. husband woke me up the night before my last supper flew off the wall. And I said, oh my God, it's a bad sign according to my grandmother. And he goes, what does it mean? I said, I don't know. Something terrible is going to happen. And he woke me up the next morning. He goes, oh my God, nine, this, this, these planes are hitting the Twin Towers. And I woke up and I looked at that and all my business canceled for weeks on end. Oh my gosh. They were so scared. They thought it was the end of the world. And it was, it was horrible. It was horrible. But what did we do? We rebuilt. We fly completely differently than we flew before. We adapted. We always adapt. We always figure it out. And we will. 
and we are going to get through this and we are going to become stronger and the younger generation the millennials i'm looking at them I'm like they are so bright they are so tolerant and kind and they've been through so much watch they're going to turn it all around i'm not worried I can't, yeah, I can't wait to see what the, especially the younger millennials, you know. The younger millennials are, are amazing. I mm -hmm. love, millennials get such a bum rap. People talk about them, oh my God, I'm like, what are you talking about? I love millennials. <laughs> my children are millennials. And many years ago, when my children were young, they grew up very differently than I did. I was watching my son hanging out with his friends, and his friends are from every kind of background you could imagine rich and poor and black and brown and gay and trans i mean everything and there's never any kind of weirdness i just remember watching i'm so curious like there's so much of this natural beautiful acceptance which is very different than how i grew up and i'm like these kids are going to change this world mm -hmm. they will yeah i, I can't wait i um i really like the term rudderless and you're right because that does make that does take a little bit of the fear out of it because you can't you can't steer the world you know no. but the only thing we can control is our own actions and you know if we make the right choices and choices out of compassion choices out of kindness choices out of consideration and respect for other people i which, think you know we'll be on the right path which we will be able to do when Saturn and Jupiter get into Aquarius and start straightening things out. And as far as this whole feminine consciousness, mm -hmm. I would like to think that that is what's going to be the future. But I just see with uh, Uranus, I mean, that Uranus, excuse me, um, Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, that to me, it's, even though I don't even like the terms, the gender terms, feminine or masculine planets, I don't like that. I don't like that when they do it with tarot cards, but I, that's the old type of astrology. Aquarius is actually considered masculine. The feminine stuff might be happening when things move into Pisces and that's hmm. not that far away. Jupiter's going to be in Pisces uh, at the end of 2021. And then Saturn goes into Pisces about two years later. So that's going to be a really feminine, creative, artistic compassionate energy and that's why again when i look ahead i'm like we just got to get through this this damn 2020 and 2021 i don't care who's in charge the change is coming then because mm -hmm. even if the people who are in charge now who are like you know doing whatever the hell they're doing even if they're doing that mark my words they're coming up against the culture war and the culture war they're losing the younger generation is different they're more tolerant and we are moving into this Aquarian stuff. It's going to be different. That's my theory. I see it. I see it. I'm right with you. I mean, we just need to do a little patriarchy smashing and, and we'll be right there. A lot of patriarchal smashing. <laughs> and that's yes. very much about Pluto and Capricorn. We mm -hmm. are tearing down the old ways because, again, when we formed this country, what did we do? We formed it. We were telling England to stick it. But now we're telling a bunch of these patriarchal figures because it was founded on a very patriarchal model. Women couldn't even vote. Think about that. Yeah, England um, was daddy before, and you know yes. now. Now it's like, hey, wait a minute, we are, we are not a monarchy, and there's a lot of women, and there are a lot of people of color, and there are a lot of black people, and there are a lot of LGBTQ plus people in this country. You can't only have the power for the few. It's mm -hmm. not going to happen. That's how revolution happens, guys. You got to share that power. I love it. I love it so much. Um, okay. So I feel, I feel better. I feel like we do have light at the end of the tunnel. It doesn't feel like that some days, you know, especially if we watch the news, which is hard. The news is awful. And I just want to remind people also again, because I am older, I grew up in very turbulent times politically. Um, we've always had a bunch of people trying to take over who were, you know, sadly white people. Um, trying to always control the game and it's not happening like that anymore and it's time for them to step aside and realize you're not the only game in town you're not the only people that matter so knock it off and whether they like it or not it's going to happen and I'm not saying it to be rude or mean or or anything like that it's just you've got to like look at this also not just through an astrology lens but through a human lens why mm -hmm. would you not want someone else to have rights Let's knock it off now. We're all in this together. We need to figure out how to get along this damn world. Agreed. Radical compassion. This is this yep. is what we're radical compassion 2020. This is my <laughs> Yeah. 
that's my, uh, that's what I'm running on in 2020. Um, okay, Teresa, thank you so much. Um, tell us, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you came this week and I know that you have some things that you're doing aside from writing books and podcasting and, you know, all of everything that you're doing out there. What do you have that's coming up new? Because I know you have some new projects in the works. Yeah, well, you know, I've got, uh, I helped to write the book for Shaheen Miro's new deck, The Uncommon Tarot. It's coming out in just days. Ooh. So I contributed to the book he wrote for that. Um, I've got something else coming out next year that I can't talk about right now. It's under wraps. Okay. I'm, I also have a Patreon account now where I do all my classes. I do a lot of teaching there and I do my political astrology over there. So that's another thing I have. That's the tarot lady. And, uh, you know, I've got a beginner's tarot class that is opening up in October, and it's a four-session live class for people who are really new to tarot and don't know how to make heads or tails out of it, and I'm breaking it down and simplifying it and getting people comfortable with it. So those are the big things I have on the radar right now. That sounds great. This is amazing. All of these things, I'm just going to run right out there and sign up for all these things real quick when we're <laughs> off this call. Those all sound wonderful. Um, Okay, this is very exciting. Um, okay, so you guys remember to, you can access uh, everything that Teresa has going on at thetarolady.com, right? Um, there should be links to all of your books and podcasts yep. and all of your information. Um, and uh, you can help us navigate all of life's little dumpster fires. And it just makes me so happy. <laughs> well, I, I gotta tell you, I love helping people to be, uh, the thing that you said, I always say to be prepared, not scared. And, you know, every morning I do my transit report over on Instagram Live. And one of the things I tell people is I'm here to get you through this. I'm here to get you through this. My husband always says that I'm the reader to have by your side when you need to get through the zombie apocalypse. Because I'm going to get you through it calm and sane. And we're going to find the way to work with this energy, no matter how wonky it is. It's just yeah. a matter of remembering it's all energy and how you show up and react to it. That's ultimately all that matters. That's perfect. Okay. That is a perfect note to end on. I am so excited and, and I do feel calmer. I feel like I could probably survive the zombie apocalypse right now. So you all will. Right. <laughs> all right. Good, good, good. Okay. Teresa, thank you so much, so much. This was wonderful. Um, I can't wait to talk to you again sometime soon. And um, you guys out there, thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you all next week for a brand new episode of Glow Girl. Uh, you can find us online at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Glow Girl Pod. And be sure to tune into the rest of the Girls Girls Media Multiverse of Podcasts. Uh, one of us is on the air just about every day of the week. Uh, Glow Girl is a production of Girls Girls Media. And our music today is by the amazing Breakmaster Cylinder. Shine bright, Glow Girls. Glow Girls.